Hello and welcome everyone to a special episode of the Cultured Nerd Podcast. This week we're doing something different with episode 9. Instead of talking about whatever's crazy happening in the world, we've decided just to, uh, you know, uh, just talk to you guys and, and introduce ourselves and do a long-awaited meet and greet because uh, one thing that I didn't do when we all started this network was have y'all start and do a big introduction episode. So we're going to sit down with y'all. We're going to have all the hosts from all of our shows uh, come in, answer questions. Uh, hopefully y'all can uh, enjoy it with us. But here we go. Thank you. And let us begin. everyone so let's uh, start bringing people in one by one so here is my co-host michael you know him already uh, from watching our show since we launched this season and last season and the show entirely actually i think you've been with me the entire time um so let's start getting down the uh down the line we got jason carmona he is our host for our the cultured gamer um his co-host is not ready yet but for the time being uh he will cycle in whoever is free on the day he records. So hopefully uh, someone from this wonderful panel will be able to join him this week because I got pediatric appointments this Thursday. So hopefully <laughs> you got you got somebody. So let's bring in uh, the through the Monocle team. We got the Grants. We got Grant Ingram and Grant Skillen. Hello. Hello. And then through uh, from the Cultured Pull List, we got Mike and Luke. And this hey, everyone. Hey. Right, let's move you all around. There we go. So here we are. Like, uh, I wanted to kind of just do this big live show and get everyone in a room, essentially, and just uh, talk and introduce yourselves and kind of give your backgrounds. Because um, everyone who's seen the show uh, knows who I am, obviously. I'm Taylor Murphy, the guy who started the Culture Nerd back in 2013. And uh, nothing has really changed for me. Um, I mean, aside from the fact that I got, I have kids now, so, um, <laughs> but uh, with the podcast, uh, people who have been watching for a long time already know my background. I'm originally from San Diego. I grew up uh, North County, San Diego with Michael as my neighbor. Um, my family, um, my aunt married into the Dietz family. So uh, Dickie Dietz and Richard Dietz and all the other the big deeds in Hollywood. Uh, they've done projects from 20th Century Fox, Warner Brothers, to everything in between. So that big family is my family, and um, I've got connections through them. But that's about that's about it for me, everyone. Um, so kind of just go through the line. Michael, um, they know that you grew up with me, and they know that you went to college after we finished high school. But tell us a little bit about yourself. I mean, it's such a weird, it's such a weird way. It's like, where do, like, where do we, like, where do I jump in at? Like, do I just pimp myself or do I talk about like the traumas in my life? I mean, they're all combined <laughs> in the same. Um, <laughs> my parents went on a world adventure when like right out of high school that I did not go with them on. Um, so I had to like get a job. So I worked at Blockbuster for a million years. I closed. Yeah a ton of stores. I've closed one store, close another store. Uh, 
It's California, so you fail upwards. So I started in San Diego. I've now made it to Los Angeles. Uh, I do improv. I do other podcasts. I play video games. I feel like, you know, I touch upon everything that is here. I'm excited to pick everybody's brains. You know, this is the content and stories that we use in our lives. And it's such a great medium. And I'm so happy that this collection of people is gathered that is talking about these things in an elevated way, whichever that may be, even if it's just, you know, nerddom and geekdom. I'm so happy to get everybody in the same room. That's it. Well, I mean, uh, aside from you working at Blockbuster, uh, the entirety of the teenage years into early adulthood, do you remember that one time? And I, I might remember it. I'm not sure if you do. You were working at Blockbuster. And I think it was right before you brought Chad in with you. And I did not hire that guy. Yeah, well, he was there after you went to the other one. But yeah, uh, you were there, and we were we were doing our nightly renting of movies. And I think uh, we both. I think I think it was you that was there with me. I, I'm really sure it wasn't Chad because he would have kind of made the situation weird. Um, but we we had this guy that walked in with his friend, and he was looking very like "don't look at me" kind of a thing. He was being all inconspicuous, and it was a. Uh, that singer, uh, Jason Mraz. Not me. Wasn't you? Okay. I heard the tale of Jason Mraz was in the, was in the, the Southern California area renting at different blockbusters. Now they had seen him at 0651, but then he was also down at 078. So yeah, I knew of Jason Mraz. I was not there for Jason Mraz. It could have been, it could have been someone else in the crew. No, it might have it might have been one of the others. I was there, and I think it, it might have been Chad. Actually, it was probably one of those days I had him break the street date and sell me a movie early. Um, <laughs> but um, I remember him coming in, and years later, I'm like, that could have been him. But I googled it and found out that he actually had bought like an avocado farm in Oceanside, and that's why he was nearby. So it was like, oh, okay, that really was him. Weird. <laughs> anyway, so let's go to uh, Jason. Uh, tell us a little about yourself, uh, what you do, and What's your deal? Yeah, so uh, working in the uh, video game journalism space for about, oh, now I don't have a logo on top of my head. Okay. Uh, <laughs> working in the, uh, working on the vi- in video game journalism space for over a decade. Uh, before that, uh, I, uh, you know, uh, tried to live the dream and uh, worked and tried to get into the industry as hard as I could. Uh, managed an arcade managed a software etc at south coast plaza it's a big time cushy uh mall out here uh, in, in orange county california and uh from there got a job at sony wrote some seminars public and private um uh talking about a lot of playstation robotic dog ibo and then uh from there um kind of went the independent route uh, uh took advantage of uh some 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 time I spent at Cal State Fullerton and uh, uh, entered the gaming journalism space, uh, like I mentioned, for about a decade. Um, so yeah, just uh, trying to uh, stay afloat. <laughs> what were the hot games at the arcade when you were running the arcade? Oh man, so this was probably like in the early two thousands. So this was like right at the peak of all the Capcom fighting games. You had Marvel versus Capcom two and. You know, it was just the end of the arcade era because once PS2 hit, you know, you can get the arcade experience at home. So it kind of killed off the arcade after that. Where was the DDR machine? 
<laughs> the DDR machine was right in front of the pizza station. Uh, yeah. Right next to the entrance. So people can see people whiling out at the front door and be like, wow. Taylor, make me big. Taylor, make me big. Taylor, make me big. Taylor, make me big. In our, in our high school years, the local, it was Rocky and Bullwinkles. Then it became it a family, family fun, fun center. center. And then by high school, it got bought again. It became a Boomers. They had 10 Buck Tuesdays. For 10 bucks, the whole arcade was on free play. And that's where I got addicted to DDR. And it was a pretty bad addiction. And it lasted, I don't know, maybe two years or so. I, we went a lot. But no, it, it didn't last two years, Michael. That is being overly generous. We started in middle school in like eight, ninth, in eighth grade. And it carried us <laughs> all the way through to like senior year when I finally was like, guys, we don't have time for this anymore. Like, okay, great. So it was a six-year addiction. It was really <laughs> bad, you guys. Uh, it went on a long time. But we spent a lot of times in arcades because of that. So uh, arcades have a big spot in my heart. They don't. They don't exist for too much longer. But anytime they are there, uh, they uh, bring a tear to my eye. I remember when I was younger, we had a uh, uh, a pizza uh, a pizza parlor that was. <laughs> <laughs> that was right next to uh no, 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 no. switch there we go uh so we had a pizza gallery that was close to our junior middle high school so uh uh they had snow brothers that was set on unlimited play so we were there at that the bell rung every day trying to smash snow brothers and yeah it was good times i miss those days where do the arcades go man you have round one nowadays but i mean besides that you know what do you have it, it's such a funny situation because I remember Michael and I used to do this every Tuesday and we did our uh, driver's ed together. So we got your mom stopped taking us and that was really great when we had that freedom. Um, when we, uh, we <laughs> got your car, we got uh, what, what, Rhonda. That was her name. You named your car Rhonda. Um, it, was, it was the early 2000s. We all had that uh, Fast and the Furious vibe where you, you get not Fast and the Furious. It was oh, yeah. not 60 seconds. You get a car, you have to give it a girl name. And you had this ugly brown car, and we named it Rhonda because that was the ugliest name you could think of. It was 1992, Mercury Sable, and yes, I have no fond memories of that car, but I drove it for a long time. I, I have fond memories of the fact that it was like sitting on a couch in your car. Like, the car was ridiculous, but it was like two couches were in your car, front and back, just two couch benches. It was really comfortable. And then I got my car, and I named her Barbara after Batgirl because that's just the uh, worst for me. Um, but... When, um, where was I going with this? Oh, well, the car eventually was shot to death and then would give Taylor directions like GPS in his ears. It was very sad what happened to that car. Yeah. yeah um, so we, uh, we went to a 10 Buck Tuesday every week and we played DDR nonstop. And you used to tease me because I was not very coordinated. Um, and then you would get tired of DDR. And then, and then you would get sweaty and physically tired. Your body would shut down. So then you would go sit on Arctic Thunder because it would vibrate and blow cold air in your face. That uh, wasn't actually me, but I, I actually went over to like the uh, Marvel's Capcom machine a lot. And I played those ones a lot. But I think it was uh, it was like Alex or Sean, the one that got really – like as Alex and Sean like went nuts and had their routines and would dance over the the, the – 
the BDR bar and stuff like that. They got they burned themselves out. So they went to the arcade machines that had like the, the vents on them. The I can't believe I can't believe you wouldn't tell them that I I did all those same fucking dances. I can't believe that I wasn't a part of that. I absolutely know how to hop over the bar. I'd hurt no, my you knees. Did you did them too. I just I when they were on their rolls, I would just let them do their thing, and we would just move on after they were done. So. You know what, Taylor? We should move on. Let's talk to the grants. <laughs> All right, let's bring up some of the grants. Uh, these are the the grants from uh, the, the through the monocle show. So let's start with not me. No, no. <laughs> There's three of us now. <laughs> Tell us a little bit about yourself and uh, the sh- what the show is for you and what you plan to do with it coming up and everything yeah. in between. So I am like really young. I don't remember the arcade. I'm going to be honest. It, it was not a part of my life. I was PS2 all the way. Um, I'm a I'm in college, which kind of sucks. But um, <laughs> if you can't tell by the bare walls, that college. So <laughs> I I play a lot of baseball. That's what I that's what I do. And then when I'm not playing baseball, I'm either playing video games or watching TV. Play um, video games with me. <laughs> yes. What is your uh, current game? Uh, Destiny 2. At the Destiny moment. 2. In fact, I was playing Destiny 2 until about 20 minutes ago when I hopped on to do the show. <laughs> yeah, that, well, that's uh, why I was T- late. TCN does have a clan, and it's not very active. So if you guys aren't clanned, you should join our clan. And... We are unfortunately clanned. <laughs> they play um... every day. They've been in a clan <laughs> since day one. Well, I wasn't yes. in a clan since day one, but they, they weren't part of this uh, TCN family in day one. So, Yeah. So my, my journey into podcasting um, for like my 18th birthday I, or 17th birthday, I got a microphone, which, um, you know, all, all good parents should buy their kids microphones um, <laughs> and being an irresponsible in teenager. Teenage years, not in childhood. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and being an irresponsible teenager, I decided that the best thing I could do with my life was to broadcast all my thoughts onto the internet. So I... Um, started a podcast called much talk about nothing peep the merch um and then recruited the this other guy um grant to to do it with me we we were blessed got uh, got lucky had to grow so i i made an instagram bot it happened to follow a guy that knew kevin altieri and from there everything just kind of rolled along um to where we are now which is through the monocle for the the culture nerd podcast network which ta-da i, I what is your it. major Oh, I'm a computer science major. Um, that's nice. what I do. Um, what but really, baseball. I'm sorry. <laughs> what in particular? Computer science is a pretty brag. A pretty. Uh... Well, I mean, it, I'm at a community college, so that's about as, as specific as they get. I'd like to go into game development. I'm trying to get a get an internship at Bungie over the summer. That's my nice. real goal. Um, yeah, well, Bungie's in my backyard. So if you do end up getting an internship and they move you over here, uh, let me know. Yeah, I'll be in I'll be in Seattle this summer actually. That got finalized today. Yeah. Um but yeah, that's that's where we're at. I'll let Grant tell you about through the monocle. Um All right, other Grant, come on up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, my name is Grant, if you haven't heard that before. Um I grew up in Alabama, moved to St. Augustine, Florida for about 7 years and then my family moved back recently. I'm also a college student. Um Woo. Uh, my major is business. Um, so also pretty generic. Um, 
my journey in the podcasting was Grant was like, hey, I have a podcast. Do you want to do an episode with me? And then we talked about Hamilton for an hour through my AirPods mic. (laughs) And then he was like, hey, I think we should keep doing this. And then we've done, I think, over 100 episodes on that now. Um, And then excited to do short. That's how it starts. You talk talk to someone about Hamilton for an hour in earbuds. And then you're like, oh, it sounds better. And then you get a little bit more and a little bit more. That's how it starts. These, These AirPods right here. (laughs) <laughs> um horrible audio quality that's still out there somewhere if someone wants to find it um yeah so th- a little bit about through the monocle uh we talk about older depends on not i wouldn't say old but older movies and tv shows uh we generally anything that's about five years old or older we're not doing marvel because it's marvel um <laughs> fair enough tomorrow if i can do a little promo tomorrow we are releasing an episode about the office i think we're going to do that live grant Yes. We are going to do that live. Yes. For everyone who a... wanted to know why I did that poll on Twitter yes. and Instagram, it was 100% to give you guys uh, the three most requested episodes. And I'm pretty sure you got some pretty great ones. Yes. Uh, it, it's a little unfeasible to watch the entire series <laughs> just to do one episode on. So we decided we'd do three fan favorite episodes and watch them and review them. Yeah. Nice. Uh, I just watched all of the office not too long ago you watch it crest like a wave and the surfer and it's so good for so long Mm. and then it's not good but you're so (laughs) invested in everybody that those stories carry through Mm. um jokes are good but it's crazy to see a show have such a big influx uh i also recently watched news radio which also has a huge influx, but that is because, uh, sadly, the star of the show was murdered, uh, and that show <laughs> stumbled. <laughs> okay. Whoa! You don't Yikes. understand the story. But News Radio was a, a, a was a '90s show. It was an amazing show. Um, Phil Hartman was the lead, and um, he was. For everyone who doesn't know who Phil Hartman is, I'm sorry. He's fantastic actor so google him fantastic comedy genius was part of was early peewee herman stuff as captain carl he did uh, yeah i mean absolutely um he was uh, murdered shortly before the release of that movie uh small soldiers so they dedicated that movie i thought he was saying the main character got murdered in the series not that the no no (laughs) no 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 not no Uh, sadly and then the show just you know the show continues on with everybody else but it never makes it it it's never the same it never no. recovers from that talent which yeah. funny enough if we're talking about tv cheers replaced like everybody yeah. and, and, and it, cheers is just as good it's better I, i'm mm. watching it right now and it, it gets better towards the end it's so it, good. it's like a basketball team Woody Harrelson is the MVP. He just comes in out of nowhere and just nails every shot. Yeah, just like his dad, actually. I kind of, it reminded me a lot of like when we were in high school when John Ritter died. And uh, he had died while they were filming an episode of Eight Simple Rules. He had a heart attack on Mm -hmm. set. Um, And when that show, that show did very well. And then he passed away. Then they brought in like his brother or cousin or some some character they wrote in. They brought the character in and it just didn't work. And I think it only lasted like a season after that. Mm-hmm. Um, so sometimes it does work. Sometimes it really doesn't. So it's very it's very hard. 
And full circle to the office, Steve Carell left for a while and they were going pretty strong. You know what I mean? I think it was, I think John Krasinski deciding he wants to go be Alfred Hitchcock is what, you know, eventually led to the end of that show. But I mean, you know, it could have kept going. So as on the topic of the office, I, when, when Michael Scott left, I actually stopped watching it live and I was like, Mm -hmm. I'm done. And then, um, I tuned in for the finale and the finale was fantastic. And I'm like, okay, maybe I should go back and watch this. Um, like Michael said, it wasn't as good. It was still pretty funny. There's some really great gags in the those last couple of seasons, but um, yeah, it, Michael Scott was the heart and soul. And when he left, they had to replace it. And it just didn't quite have that same vibe anymore. I mean, you can't, you can't replace Steve Carell. Like that's, yeah. it's just how it is. Mm-hmm. Well, they teased us like you go back to that episode where they're doing all the office managers like, I don't know. I think that everyone lives. Raymond guy could have got that show five more seasons. I think, you know what I mean? Like if Jim Carrey would have been a crazy boss for a season. I don't know. We, that's, we didn't get that show. We got, we got Robert California. <laughs> the lizard. <laughs> I, I got a buddy who has a really great moments out of that character. But when he left. And they complicated a lot when his character was in play. So it got weird. Uh, bringing in Kathy Bates and all that stuff, I was like, eh, I don't know how I feel about yeah. this. Wasn't as funny as it could have been. Like, they had all the right pieces, but it just wasn't working. Yeah. I've got a buddy that's got a lizard that he bought a couple years ago and named Robert California. Just because <laughs> say, yeah. For the record, that is not me. Just <laughs> His name's not Grant. <laughs> you know who else is it named Grant? That's Luke and the other Michael. <laughs> All right, let's bring you guys up. Uh, let's bring in Michael first. All righty. Um, so funny, you uh, guys seem to kind of live on the uh, West Coast, most of you, because I was actually born and um, grew up for a bit in Canoga Park, California, a little, little outside of LA. Um, so yeah, so uh, moved to East Michigan, um when i was about eight years old because my dad got a job out here and yeah so pretty much like all through high school lived there um actually in high school i did join a um well i was part of boy scouts for most of high school and uh, yeah uh, i i ended up joining a uh, special like service honor guard troop that went up to Mackinac island every year and served in the fort there and that's actually where i met luke um, we met there and I think I only went up for like two years, but both those years, Luke was there. So we became friends there. Both and, of you were elite yeah. Ranger Boy Scouts. You took I mean, Boy Scouts kinda, to the yeah. top of the game. I'll say I am yeah, also an Eagle yes, Scout. Yes. So nice. Yes. Yeah. Same. Right, yeah. We're Michael, Eagle Scouts as well. I no room to make fun of Boy Scouts because I was a Boy Scout and you went on every camping trip uh, with me. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I was not a Boy Scout, but through... <laughs> The grace of God and the Mormon religion. I went on lots of Boy Scout trips. I ate, you make the eggs in the bag, you boil the water, oh, yeah. you'd stay up eating ding dongs all night. It was great. I have times. nothing but great experience with being a Boy Scout because I got yeah. to just camp and do none of the. 
you guys have to do paperwork and you see a judge yeah. and you gotta you, you know what i mean i didn't yeah, do any really. of that stuff oh yeah mm. that's actually why i never got mm. my eagle is i did all the work for it but i didn't want to sit down and do the paperwork so i'm like i'm good <laughs> shame yeah yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah no that yeah that was definitely a bear for sure um yeah. <laughs> but yeah um so then i ended up going to college out in grand rapids michigan um, and that's actually when I started doing like podcasting type stuff. I started doing some YouTube stuff first cause I really had no idea how to distribute a podcast or anything like that. And I swear this, this isn't, isn't an ad, but my friend told me about anchor. Um, and so I started mm. using anchor and had my own podcast for a while. And, um, Luke had his own thing going too. So we would kind of guest on each other's podcast and whatnot and youtube and um eventually I, I i'm pretty sure it was kind of like in the middle of um the pandemic and everything but yeah. luke had the idea to kind of combine our two channels and podcasts and everything so yeah we ended up doing that so we have our own thing now casual experts mm -hmm. and that's what we'll, it, i i started doing like comic book type you know media stuff on my instagram like back back in 2013 and that was kind of like my main thing for a while um but yeah, now we've got our podcast, YouTube channel, all that stuff. And now we have th this show, The Cultured Pull List, where yeah. we're talking about comic books, all that fun stuff. Lots of trade paperbacks is what we're doing now, actually, is going through all the trade paperbacks that James Gunn mentioned. Uh, the DCU is going to be based on going forward, at least, you know, loosely based on. So we're going through all those and we're on All-Star Superman now. And it's been a lot of fun. I haven't really yeah. been able to talk too much about comic books with many people, so it's a really cool outlet to be able to do that. Oh, there you go. Nice. <laughs> there <nice>. it is. It's <laughs> such a good book. Uh, I've yeah. talked about it so much um, mm -hmm. leading into your guys' show. Um, now that this week you guys are going to be going over the second half, Yeah. Yeah. Um, my question is mm. uh, regarding the final page. Mm -hmm. um, did you prefer the animated change or did you prefer the book did it i'll be honest i have not 100 finished it yet so Ooh, okay <laughs> yeah so once you finish it um okay. go on to hbo max watch the animated as yeah. well it's very good okay. but there is a very big deviation on that last page the very end okay yeah yeah um, I, I i watched it like years ago i i kind of remember something like with the sun or something i i don't really remember all of it so yeah so I'll once you get to, to it, that. just go watch it. You'll see the deviation. But I right. kind of prefer the animated deviation. Okay. Not because mm -hmm. of I, I loved the book, mm -hmm. but I thought the animated deviation was a bit more impactful because it because what it did. Gotcha. It was more of a yeah. I almost destroyed the world. This is the least I could do to fix my sins. It was a really gotcha. cool mm -hmm. moment. Okay. So. Uh, I do have a question for you. Do you know why it took like two or three years for all 12 issues to come out because i was looking it up and like i couldn't find any reason for it because you know but it seemed like it took a while for like all the issues to come out can't so, rush, uh, you can't rush genius the actual answer um was mm -hmm. during the time of the all-star launch that mm -hmm, came about right. around the time of the new 52 i believe is when oh, they first started putting yeah, it out yeah. And it was uh, initially debuting as the DC answer to Marvel's Ultimate Comics. And then it turned it into not okay. being that at all. Right, um, okay. Which I actually liked what they did instead because yeah. with All-Star Batman and Robin, 
it was like, wow, this is weird. And then it turned into, yeah. this is actually just a prequel to the dark Knight returns. Mm. So, mm. okay. Um, and then with all-star Superman, it was meant to just be like a standalone. Uh, right. Right. Just book. Um, but the reality was that they were, both of them were heavily delayed. I remember buying issues one, two, and three of all-star Batman and having mm. to wait six months for number four. And then another six months for number five, it was because okay. the creative team buying each of the books had like five other books going at the same time. Yeah. Okay. So gotcha. Grant Morrison was doing All Star Superman. He was also doing his Batman runs. So oh, okay, just, that makes sense. It yeah. was just crazy workloads, and apparently during sure. that time of DC, uh, there was only five creators that did everything. <laughs> so it was <laughs> Jeez. yikes. It was insane. But like like All Star Batman and Robin, it was um, it was actually Jim Lee and Frank Miller. So ah, gotcha. Frank Miller wrote everything ahead of time, but Jim Lee mm-hmm. was doing like. Like he was doing Justice League, he was doing right so many other books at the same time, and then he was also kind sense. of being quietly groomed to take over DC. So it right. got really, really busy for him. Okay, yeah, and yeah, I think technically, All Star Batman and Robin is still unfinished, although they're not probably ever going to return to it. Yeah, the uh, they finished <laughs> the first arc and then they started a second one and never finished the second arc. <laughs> oh, that sucks. Um, but yeah, at least we all will forever have that line. I'm the goddamn Batman. We'll have that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, Classic. And then lastly, let's uh, let's bring you up, Luke, because uh, yeah. Oh, and lastly, Michael, what is your your major in school? Uh, well, I actually uh, graduated in 2021. So my Ooh. major, huh, so I started out pre-med. Ooh, gra- gra- I graduated the pre-physician's assistant program, and now I'm more uh, like I'm a lab technician right now. So I'm more like I'm staying in the science field. I'm kind of shying away from the medical stuff. Did um, COVID ruin it for yeah. you too? Because it ruined it for me. Yeah, kind of. I had this like <laughs> terrible CNA job, and then I had another like job in orthopedics office, and I was like, yeah, yeah, no, I, I'm not sure I'm really cut out for this anymore. <laughs> it's funny because uh, Michael Michael knew this about me. I actually started um, when I first moved up to Washington. One of the first jobs I got, um, I, I got like the day the day I moved here, I got a job at Toys R Us, and it was beautiful. It was wonderful. Nice. Um, I had so much fun. And Rest then after, was that? Rest in peace. Yeah, oh, no, yeah. I, I'm so sad. It's like uh, there's like an open wound with the old Toys R Us. End of an era. I, I didn't know that mm-hmm. you worked at Toys R Us. Did you take any money home, or did you just spend the entire paycheck? <laughs> How long did you work there for? Michael, I spent the entire paycheck coming to visit you after I came back. I remember that. I remember yeah. you visiting me. And then that's when I didn't have the job anymore because I came back, and um, during the time I was on my vacation, they changed uh, management, and the managers were like. We have to downsize. We have too many employees anyways. So I was just yeah. like, all right, well, then I'll just leave. Um, then I um, I became a CNA, and then I went to school for pre-nursing so I could get an ARNP. Um, and then during uh, applying for nursing school and going through all of that and getting all my, my clinical stuff ready, um, COVID hit. COVID ruined the medical field for me. I realized that too many people think they know the science and don't know the science, and I got really fed uh. up with people. Um, politicians and layman's telling me what the science was when I actually understood the science. And I'm like, that's not what this means. You're an idiot. Mm. <laughs> um, there's a thing yeah. called herd immunity and we're never going to get it because Taylor, don't really people know. don't care about science. <laughs> like, what are you talking about? Yeah, so I got really annoyed with it. And then I decided to say to hell with it. And then now I'm going for a computer sciences degree and nice. Um, 
my GPA so far is like a three nine compared to my Sick. my three four uh, nursing degree. It's not GPA. a four. Come on, Taylor. <laughs> I'm not laughing so, at it. I like that you wanted to share your GPA with everybody. I'm very proud I'm, of you. I'm just saying. I should have done this computer sciences from the beginning because clearly that was my calling because the nursing mm. stuff was very struggling. Mm. I could not remember. I could not memorize the human anatomy for the life of me. Every mm. I knew everything else, but mapping the human body. Yeah, that's rough. Muscles and the nerves. Fuck that diagram. <laughs> <laughs> I will uh, say when we're bragging about our GPAs, I've got like that three one three going. Nice, <laughs> nice. <laughs> uh. College felt like a checklist because all the classes I mm. wanted to take, I was take, but then it was like, oh, you got to take another year of Spanish. You got to take, <laughs> I like, I had to take a, I, I think I had to take a science class. I took linguistics, which was like your mouth failed that class. Like stop going week one. I was like, no, thank you. And then it was some statistics class. I like did, I forgot to drop and I failed that one. But then I took like a, it was a philosophy science class because it was like logic, which is basically like programming 101. Like this is programming on paper that eventually we put into computers. And I was like, oh, okay. That I <laughs> that I enjoyed. But, you know, college and stuff like that. Get, you know, you all have a voice and a passion. I am glad that you have a enough of a schedule so you can continue doing those things. You should finish those commitments, but I'm glad that you're also pursuing all of these things and, you know, the things that, you know, make your soul sing. All right. And then uh, before we get into the, the Q and A's, cause after I said, Hey, do you have any questions? Yeah. Uh, then a bunch questions. Of, and uh, then I have questions. Yeah. Luke, go tell Luke. us about yourself. Hey everyone. Uh, my name's Luke. I was born in Illinois, kind of moved around a whole lot for my dad's work. Finally ended up in Eastern Michigan. Um, I've just been a big fan of movies, comics, television shows. And then um, in 2020, well, I guess, well, I'll go back. Uh, I started YouTube in 2017 and uh, yeah. And so I started just kind of, it wasn't really like a schedule or a regular thing. I just, whenever I would just throw up videos, whenever I felt like it. And then um, in 2020, there wasn't a whole lot happening. So I really got into books. And so, I actually published two of my own books. So that's pretty cool. Um, uh, and then, yeah, around that same time, because Mike was big on Instagram and he had a podcast and I was big on YouTube and I was like, hey, why don't we put put our things together? And so that was how when we when we kind of merged. Hmm. And um, yeah, and then just this past year, I started attending film school in Grand Rapids. So, yeah. Now, why didn't you share about your years as an elite Boy Scout? Why did you have to? Why did? Why yeah, did you not that. share any of that information? Well, Mike already told him, told you about it. Yeah, okay. <laughs> it's fun watching right, so Taylor play Tetris with all of our pictures and moving us around. Tetris <laughs> <laughs> is fun. Um, so the first question that we had pop up was from actually from Fatal J. He's been on the show a few times with us. Uh, you guys seen the James Gunn share pick of just like New Frontier? If he's going to go that route for jail, he's making a smart move. Golden Age DC. Have, who who here has read New Frontier? Other than me. I, I think I have. I you're think all, I saw the you're all hurting me. You're all hurting me. New Frontier. <laughs> um, let me just grab the books. <clears throat> that's the Golden Age one, right? The one that's based like in the 40s, 50s. I think yeah. HBO Max has a cartoon of it. I'm yeah, sure yeah, I've, I've, I've so, seen the animated movie like one. years DC ago. DC New Frontier was actually from the late Darwin Cook, um, mm. and 
this book came out um it's not everyone says it's like super old but it's really not um it was made to look old and that's what was so fun right. about it um it's like 2004 2005 i think yeah. is when it came out yeah, so, yeah character... i guess it's a little old now yeah yeah that's old <laughs> but it was meant to be like golden age mm -hmm. uh, retellings but kind of with a modern ish twist in terms of like the storytelling elements um but well, it incorporated literally it. every hero it feels like they're trying to get away from these insane bodies that go in these Marvel movies because all the actors afterwards go, oh, I hated it. I hated I hated the routine. I hated it. If you get people that look like real, like Wonder Woman in that picture does not look like Gal Gadot. It looks like a regular woman. She's got mm. some, you know, beefy art, right? You can get other people to play these people and, you know, play them for a long time because they're going to be playing them for a long time. Right. Mm -hmm. One of the things that was really cool about Wonder Woman's whole story arc in this was that uh, she it was during like Vietnam and she actually like freed a camp of women and then like beheaded all the men that were using <laughs> oh, yeah. the women. Oh yeah. Um great old Wonder Woman. <laughs> <laughs> but um the book is fantastic, but the big the big uh story behind this book is actually the the usage of the it's kind of a, almost like a MacGuffin kind of villain, which was uh, called the Center. Um, this uh, this villain was essentially like uh, uh, the best way to I'll just describe it via what it's defined as. Um, the Center is a primordial entity that uh, seeks to end all life on Earth. The entity known as the Center was born on primordial Earth, lived for millions of years, watching life grow on the planet. When an asteroid wiped out all prehistoric, prehistoric life, the center quickly recused all that survived and relocated uh, them and itself um, and basically in the Pacific Ocean. So basically this like dinosaurial like symbiote thing just connects everything. And, and this, the center would actually psychically take over every entity on the planet. Like it was part of the, uh, the book where it actually was staging like a robbery where uh, Captain Cold, and then for, that's when the center first speaks to the Flash. He actually speaks through Captain Cold. Um, cool. It was a very cool, very unique take on it. Um, and the long story short was that Hal Jordan was front end uh, and had to be the one to defeat the center with mm -hmm. the Green Lantern ring. So it was this book was actually like I always love how it's DC the New Frontier, but it's it's an, it's a it is a Justice League story that. As Hal Jordan is like the main character, essentially. So, I would love if he did uh, adapt some aspects of this because it's very cool. Mm. Um, next question that popped up: What do you all think of Brenton Brendan Thrace as Nightwing in the Teen Titans show? Is Dick Grayson and Nightwing? Uh, any of you all watch Titans? Yeah, yeah I know yeah, me, me, me and Luke do. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What do you all think of the lead of Dick Grayson? Um, yeah, I mean. I, I'm a big fan of the Titans comics, and so I know it's not a great show as far as writing, but just seeing a lot of these characters that I love mm -hmm. on screen is really, really cool. And I think Brendan in particular does a good job as Dick Grayson, in my opinion. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I feel like the show's sort of in this, like, intermediate space of, like, the CW and, like, you know, yeah. like, <laughs> Daredevil and the Punisher, like, the really good ones. It's sort of, like, not as yeah. bad as CW, but not, you know. But it's right I, in the middle. Yeah, is exactly. It, is it, does it feel like Power Rangers? 
No. No, it's not. No, <laughs> definitely not, because it's definitely a lot darker, and it's not. I mean, depending on the era of Power Rangers, it's definitely like not as. Um, I, mean, I mean, it's nothing like Power Rangers I've ever seen. But yeah, so, uh, <laughs> maybe like that dark fan film on YouTube. Uh, I don't know. Yeah. But, <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, I really like Brenton Thwaites uh, as mm -hmm. like I think he worked really well in the show. I don't know if I necessarily want to see him as in like a movie necessarily like i wouldn't say he's yeah. like perfect but i think he's pretty good and does the job pretty well i just i just wish they made his hair black or something that does throw me off sometimes i don't know why it's a very superficial thing but my my only issue with brenton brendan as uh nightwing mm -hmm. was nightwing's costume yeah um i didn't like the bulky, it yeah. all it yeah, looks like hell. an armored version of like like batman and robin or mm -hmm. yeah batman forever like it was, yeah. it was really thick and it was like this yeah. is not this is not the gymnast Nightwing. Yeah, Nightwing, right. Like it right. doesn't fit. Like I just had issues with that design, and because the mm. Robin design was so good, and then yeah, yeah so good. Yeah, Nightwing well, wasn't. And he's got like this cod piece. It makes him look like he's got a boner all the time. It's like really awkward to What's look at. What's wrong with sometimes. that? <laughs> hey, you know, I mean, he's around Starfire. Like, I don't know, but he's supposed to be. Flipping and doing yeah. tricks and stuff. That's going to mess he, with the aerodynamics of your... your <laughs> yeah. Like, I kind of liked it at first because I just kind of got, kind of got swept up of like, wow, live-action Nightwing. Right. But now that, like, it's been on for, like, two old seasons, and I'm like, yeah, it's bulky as hell. It doesn't work that well. I, I will say I jumped off Titans before mm. we got to Nightwing, mainly because mm. they couldn't afford body paint for Starfire. Um, but... Did the suit have the the Nightwing nipples like it would have in Batman? Oh no, 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 no. Okay, so we, we kept the cod piece but got rid of the nipples. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Let me uh, let me just pull up a picture of it because I like it I'm doesn't really look curious terrible. what this looks just, like. It, it it looks a little plasticky too, if I'm being honest. Mm. Mm -hmm. That was that was always my issue with it is that yeah. I mean it, but I, I also have just a huge laundry list of issues with that show. Yeah, fair <laughs> enough. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. And that's definitely fair. Yeah. Now, see, in that photo, it doesn't look so bad, but when you actually that's not a bad photo. There's a lot Anderson. of front padding and not a lot of back padding. Yeah, it's yeah. weird. Yeah. Okay. Let me find. Yeah, you know, can't. It's such a weird... You can't have nipples because he's got space nipples, right? He looks like a future man. He's got he's, <laughs> the, the chest is all armor. Yeah. Like my my issue was that it just it made him seem so bulky. Yeah, that's yeah. that's a good. Yeah. Oh gosh, yeah, that's a there's good a lot of like yeah 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 yeah. So, I don't know. Um, my my other my main issue that I've always had with this show, I mean, the writing has always been kind of janky here and yeah. there. Yeah. But my issue was that it seems like everybody knew that they were superheroes, but didn't want to talk about it. You know, yes. like they would walk into buildings, and be like, "I have credentials from Bruce Wayne." Uh -huh. And I'm going to be talking about superhero stuff. I'm like, everyone knows you're Nightwing at this point. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like yeah. it just seemed really silly that like they would go to like Gotham PD with special clearance and a bunch of teenagers, mm -hmm. or they would go to Star Labs with special clearance yeah. and it's these guys. I'm like, I feel like if okay. Tony Stark shows up and it's like, yeah, we know you're Iron Man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, but it's like it, it'd be like if yeah. Peter Parker walked in and they're like, who is this kid? Mm -hmm. I'm an intern. Like <laughs> they were walking in, like I'm supposed to be here. I'm going to yeah. be talking about superhero stuff, and you're like, okay, <laughs> I know who you are then. Mm, yeah. 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 Uh, next question that popped up: Any interest yeah. for the Flash finale? Uh, you mean CW Flash? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, so, like, 
you back in the day, day that's, the one like... Barry, that's the one with Barry Allen. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I really that's like a lot of the Barry CW Allen. shows have two really amazing first seasons. Like yeah. season one, season two are always fantastic. Yeah. And then it kind of dips off and it can become very formulaic. Mm-hmm. Um, to me, the flash lost me when uh, Iris started declaring that we oh, are the God. flash. Yeah, oh, that's, yeah. That's, that's when I stepped off too. Yeah, no. I was like, I I can't, guys. I mean, um, I'm sorry, Iris, that you have to feel included in this conversation. But which one of you is getting shot at and running at the speed of light? Yeah, it sounds like the answer is there's no interest. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know. I I think that their decision to bring in Red Death, yeah. but also changing Red Death into Batwoman was a big issue for me. Bad idea. Bad idea. Um, if you're not going to use Bruce Wayne, don't use any of the doppelganger Bruce Waynes. Yeah. I mean, Bat- I Bat- Batwoman got canceled after two freaking seasons, and they had a different Batwoman in each season. It's like, nobody really cares. Why would you do that? Yeah. See, that's that's what I was going to say. I wonder what the thought process was. All right, guys, this show yeah. flopped. What if? Yeah. What if we do <laughs> the really film again? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. Oh, and that, like, I am vengeance thing that's been circulating around the internet, that clip is just so... Uh, really Which cringy. is funny to me, because people are like, oh, they're ripping off the Pattinson movie. No, they're not. It was yeah, from the, like, the Death comics Death. and the animated yeah. series, and yeah. It just speaks to how good the the line reading is that Pattinson did. That people yeah. go, oh, well, it's got to be that guy. I mean, even the, even yeah. if it's written in a book, they're like, oh, that but Pattinson said yeah, right. I saw it. <laughs> right. Right. All right, Taylor, I've loaded up my gun. It's time for some quick fire questions. Jason, what's your Pokemon starter? (laughs) Luke, why? (laughs) Why? He's the first and the best. He's the one that Ash chooses. Yeah, it's his go to. Oh, why not? Uh, Ash did not. Ash did not choose him. It was the only one that was left in the well, lab. Well, that shows you how much I watch Pokemon. I don't Pikachu was the patient trophy of Pokemon. That's what Pikachu was. You know what? My he kids showed up late and they gave him one anyways. That's what Pikachu was. Mm. Luke, what's your favorite Stephen King novel? It. No question. <laughs> it's by far my favorite. Nice. Uh, there is that I one part at the end but that we don't talk about, but the rest of it's great. <laughs> yeah, okay. Um, <laughs> I was trying, my son was asking me if he should read it. And I'm like, no. And he's like, nah. why not? I'm like, because you should just watch the movie. And he's like, why? I'm like, there's a scene. <laughs> yeah. yeah. They did it better in the movie. And he's like, what are you talking about? The the whole cutting your hands and bleeding into each other. That makes, that that was more acceptable to me than the. the yeah. I the, mean, whatever you're thinking of, it's worse. <laughs> it's worse than what it's, it's not explicit. Like the way it's written is not like whatever you're thinking is worse than it was in the book but still the idea oh, of that happening is is bizarre no no it's it's so yeah. bizarre I remember reading yeah it, i'm like they just do what i think they're doing yeah exactly <laughs> exactly uh, it yeah. is oh, the one i like haven't <laughs> it is the one i have not ventured into but i did mm. read all the dark tower and i the the stand you know what i mean it was like it's like yeah. oh okay i get what stephen king's voice is i've been i've lived inside his brain for a long time mm-hmm. <laughs> See, personally, with the, just going back to it real quick, I've always wondered, like, how the heck did he write that and go, you know he, what, we're going to, this is the end. He was like, on this cocaine. Is lot, lots of drugs. It was cocaine, was cocaine <laughs> yeah. and he didn't drink a lot of booze. It was booze and cocaine. He doesn't remember writing Cujo, right? Yeah. Like, hasn't he said, like, <laughs> yeah, he, doesn't he like, no blacked out and woke up, and he's like, I wrote yeah. a story about a dog. And they were like, great. <laughs> right, nice. right. Yeah. 
So did him and Grant Morrison write together for a while? Is that? I like this. It was written pretty intensely. Refused to read it as an adult. Yeah, no, I mean, yeah. as a kid, you're like, wow, those kids did something cool. And as an adult, you're like, oh my God, where are their parents? Why are they, <laughs> why are they out, out in the uh, wild on the road? Not okay. Mm. Send them all to the Catholic school. Put them all in the dormitory. <laughs> like, don't let them out of your sight. Grant Skillet. Behind you, I see some books. What's what? But what are some of the books you have in that cubby back there? Um. So most of those books are either Bibles or theology books. Oh, nice. Not even, not even the good stuff. Just the, the stuff that goes to the It's the best stuff. I'm so happy you have it nearby. Then where do you keep all of your nerd supplies? I'm not a huge reader. Um. So I don't, I don't really have a supply of comics or other stuff, but. We did get him shipped some Lego batarangs. That's. Mm, yeah, I see those. Mm. I have you thrown them? Uh, I have not. I've really wanted to throw them into my wall, but I don't think my parents would like that. <laughs> yeah. Mm. I just threw oh, them nice. bunch of them and I throw them at my kids. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, other Michael, uh, what are the two comic books that are framed on the wall? Ah, yeah. So, one. I'm oh, sorry, you probably can't hear me. Um, yeah. So the one in the the top 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 one. I'm trying to think. Yeah, there. That's um, Crisis on Infinite Earths. Uh, crap, I forget which issue it is, but it's the one where Superman's holding Supergirl because she's dead. Um, and then the other one is like Spider Man. First issue of like this torment um, storyline, like I think it's back in like the late '80s, early '90s. You mean Crisis Number Seven? Right? Yes. Yep. Seven. Okay. Yeah, that was a cool one. Yeah, yeah. I think think I found that at Comic Con, and I was like, oh hell yeah, I'm picking that up. <clears throat> All right, who nice. you not ask a question to, Michael? Uh, I know why Grant Ingram doesn't have anything on his walls. He's allowed. He is now. He's now told us. Uh, seeing that you travel a lot, what nerd things do you bring with you? So um, mainly, I've got I've got some trade paperbacks I carry around. Um, I I've, I love my local library. From where mm. I'm at, we've got a bunch of like I'm reading the Howard the Duck omnibus from Steve Gerber <laughs> way back when. I am a now a massive Howard the Duck fan. Um, yeah. Yeah, let's shout out the Libby app. If you have a library, you can get mm. an app. You can get a ton of comic books and books and stuff on your phone. And it's very, it's a great way to read stuff, especially if you are like, I want to read comic books, but I don't know where to start. Rent books, go read yeah. some comic books. I mean, that's how I got into it. I, I didn't yeah. start buying them until I decided I wasn't going to read it anymore. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's that's pretty much it. I've got a I've got a computer loaded up with a bunch of movies, but my my nerd stuff stays at home with all my Funko Pops and everything. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Do you buy them there and then send them home and say, "Put this in my room, don't touch it"? <laughs> I I should. Um, I I don't because I don't have money. Uh, <laughs> sure. sure. Yeah. yeah. College yeah. student troubles. <clears throat> yep. Yeah. Grinding it, grinding it, grinding it eventually it, it'll it, it's almost over i mean if i don't know i said almost over how much school does everyone have left i just started <laughs> yeah i just started i still got three years nice 
I'm going to, I'm going to go to grad school soon. So yeah, at least another couple of years. <clears throat> well, I'm sure part of our audience is much like all of you. How do you balance podcasting and doing all of your other responsibilities? Mm. Well, I, I podcast. The rest of it doesn't get done. Yeah, I wait till the last second, then yeah, grind exactly. like hell for three hours. <laughs> right. <laughs> There's no better motivator than time. No. Mm. Yeah, right. Or lack of it. Right. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> Who uh, is staying up tonight to watch The Mandalorian? Oh. Till midnight? Or is it nine o'clock? No. Wait, The Mandalorian yeah. Tonight, yeah, midnight. You didn't know that? No. March 1st. <laughs> okay, see, for some reason it feels like mid-December. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wait, we're in 2023? Yeah, crazy. <laughs> what year is it? Yeah, in like, uh, in like three hours, it's March now. No, I'll mm. watch in the morning. If I stay up tonight, it's going to be playing Destiny. <laughs> yeah, I, I'd love to, but it's going to be like 3 a.m. my time. So, not yeah, that. <laughs> East Coast problems. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Well, everyone no. below the top line <laughs> on the East Coast, everyone above yeah. it is Pacific time. Yeah. Uh, Jason, what's the big video game you're excited for this year? I am excited, hopefully for Metal Gear. I've been waiting for the remake, mm -hmm. and I hope they announce it at E3 this year. Um, I like how they, they started off as a rumor, and now outlets are just like, it's happening. It's happening. <laughs> <laughs> well, I th yeah, it's been rumored for pretty long, and you know, hopefully this year we, we get some concrete information. I'm, I'm really hoping that they remake Snake Eater or one of the first two Metal Gears for, that, were, that were on uh, the MSX. Uh, I think those are great uh, stories to be retold, and a lot of people didn't play those MSX originals. Um, not even the NES, uh, you know, version and Snake's Revenge. So I think uh, that's that's a that's a golden opportunity right there. But basically, yeah. Hideo Kojima left, and they're like, "All right, let's just remake the first game he did. Let's remake all those games that he did." Yeah. So yeah. I, I, if if Sony gets involved uh, and they, you know, they try to make it a PlayStation exclusive, I'm not. I'm not 100 convinced he won't be involved in some sort of like supervising role, uh, a la Twin Snakes for GameCube. Uh, so we'll see. If they remake Twin Snakes, that would be awesome. But I think I think a grounds up remake of either Snake Eater uh, or Metal Gear One and Two is the way to go. So as Stephen uh, Stefan's asking, is Blue Point supposed to be doing the Metal Gear Solid remake? Because that was the big rumor. Was that, that after they did the Dark Souls, Demon Souls, one of the two, they had the uh, the Metal Gear cameo in there, and that spurred right. up a whole bunch of stuff, um, mainly because Sony owned that game, mm -hmm. and they were allegedly remaking it. Um, right. So we could now they own, see. Right, and now they own Blue Point. Um, yeah. And so you know, with their re working relationship with Hideo, uh, with Death Stranding one and two being P PS uh, exclusives. Um, it's very possible. Uh, I know that there's a new game coming out for Xbox that he's working on that's based uh, uh, around, you know, use, uh, online, uh, always online. So um, that's something that will pique interest. But, you know, I, I see I see um, I, the possibility for Blue Point to be working on Metal Gear Solid remake of sorts uh, is pretty strong considering, you know, the recent Silent Hill uh presentations that they had revealing all those games we know that konami's trying to get back into you know the great graces i can't believe konami is leaving the pachinko parlor they're leaving <laughs> the gambling at home time. they're well, coming back well here's That's the thing they, too they did they, that they, it was insane to me still 
they have the Metal Gear Pachinko, and if anybody who has seen, you know, the the cutscenes from that, they are amazing. And no, I'm gonna Google it as soon as we're done. I didn't know that was a thing. It's a thing, and those cutscenes look amazing. Oh, good and Lord. you can easily, you know, rip those cutscenes and just import them into a remake of, you know, Snake Eater. That's um, not. That can't be real. It's real. No, you're. That's. I love yeah. all the major. So just Google Snake companies. Eater Pachinko. Oh, I did. And, I did. This yeah. is what I, that yeah. is insane. That's yeah. not okay. And that you know was I mean? like I was like almost what like maybe six seven years ago too. That was so imagine, Okay, wow. so yeah. Well, I mean, what is what's wrong with you? <laughs> I love how you know these mean? major companies decided, hey, we're going to ditch consoles and go mobile, and then mm-hmm. everybody said, not we're even not that. Playing. Pachinko is like gambling. Right, like it's Japanese gambling. Well, like Disney decided they were done because video games were the future on phones, and that hasn't worked. And Konami can't didn't they cancel Silent Hill to do Pachinko? Wasn't well, they that Silent, Silent Hill, Hill because they yeah. fought with uh, Kojima? They they had uh, a big falling out with Kojima. I still have my PT demo. I had to upgrade my hard drive, and then that PS3 died, and I could never recover. I'm so mad. It's I still on a hard every- drive, but what? I can show you how to recover it. Do it. I want to. Okay. I want to. Like, I'll, I'll show you how up. when the show's over. Maybe we'll do a walkthrough for it. Yeah, let's do it. Um, is Konami making Pachinko any different than Disney owning Star Wars? Like, I'm, I'm listening to everything you dislike about it, and I'm like, isn't that the same thing that we're talking about? They sold out. They used all this cred that they had for this thing that we love that now just corrupts people. <laughs> But we no. are getting a couple of questions uh, that are, are pretty fun. Um, I'm going to bring them up real fast just because. Uh, just because. Um, first off, uh, this was an, an older one that I skipped over because I didn't realize it. Um, what are your Justice League fan casts for the DCU? Anyone have any fan casts that they want to see as core Justice League members? Um, this was kind of a joke, but honestly, I think it might work. Um Somebody, this is probably a, like a year ago. Somebody on Twitter fan casted Bruce Campbell as <coughs> Kingdom Come Superman, and like, oh, and God, like, I think, I think it's like a cameo or something. I think that might work. And I love Bruce Campbell. I love the Evil Dead. So I just think that would be so great if he like showed up <laughs> as like Superman. I'm not like the main mm-hmm. Superman, obviously, but like you know, I don't know. I think that would be no. Fun. I'm gonna say it right now. Let's let's fan cast <laughs> Bruce Campbell as Kingdom Come Shazam. <laughs> oh shoot that would actually be really that interesting work. that'd be amazing <laughs> uh, while we're doing it can we get like Samuel Jackson as Kingdom Come Black Adam <laughs> <laughs> you know Black Adam's not actually black right yeah. <laughs> I've only well, thought about it in this moment but Dr. Fate was great I think Dr. Fate needs to come mm, back but I want mm-hmm. him played by Billy Zane <laughs> I still want oh. Billy Zane to play Lex Luthor in any yeah. capacity that that would be I think he's that too old now, ideal. but I think you could put him in a in a magic hat and he'd be great. Hmm. Billy Zane well, is Etrigan and the Demon would be fun too. As Jason hmm. Blood. Jason Blood. Yeah. Oh yeah, that would be good. Obviously, uh, you know, you we already had the best casting with Henry Cavill and Ben Affleck. Hmm. And it seems like Gunn already screwed the pooch on that, but I'll digress yeah. from that rant. Um so, I think the dude from uh Titans who played Hawk would make a yeah. great Batman. Um yeah, I, okay. He's the perfect age. He's the perfect mm. size. He's legit. Mm. Yeah, Gotta yeah. Cast him. yeah. He's just be jumping around heroes. He started off on Smallville as Aquaman, then became yeah. a Hawk from Titans. 
Yeah. Now he's Jack Reacher. I'm <laughs> in the latter. Mm. What, would, what would you think of Jensen Ackles as a live action Batman? He's he's like the around the same. Why age, I yeah. don't think it's possible. Yeah, he's in his forties. Not even that. Like Jensen yeah. is. He's forty five. He's only a few years. He's a couple years younger than Ben Affleck. Yeah. Right. That. Yeah. That's what I was thinking. Yeah. Because like Ben Affleck started when he was in his forties in BBS. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I mean, what we know is that from what James Gunn said is that the the main heroes, Batman, and Superman, are going to be probably in their mid thirties. Mm-hmm. Um, he said that. He said Superman's not going to be younger than twenty five, and he's probably not going to be older than thirty five. So somewhere in that okay. ten years, and he said that. Batman's probably going to be just a couple years older than Superman, and that's it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, okay. so my my pitch is: what if we brought Henry Cavill back as Batman because he's thirty, <laughs> and then we get that? You remember that guy that everyone was freaking out about a few years ago from Netflix? Is the politician? Everyone thought he kind of looked like Henry Cavill. Mm-hmm. Let's make him Superman. Oh, um, yeah. and, and just if it, if anybody that looks like Henry Cavill just plays a role, it's the being John Malkovich of superheroes. <laughs> and oh, that'd be funny. I think it would be funny if you did uh, you did that guy as Superman, and then you had uh, Henry Cavill play Jor-El, and you could be like, oh, uh, I can see the family resemblance. That, that'd be fun. Yeah, I saw where the guy that played um, Kal-el in Man of Steel, like the young one, is now campaigning to be Superman. I, I wouldn't. Yeah. Know oh, that either. yeah, that guy. Yeah. Man of Steel, young Clark, right? Yeah. Yeah. Kyle was a baby, and he's probably still <laughs> like ten. Speaking of young babies, hi Jay Steel, welcome to the stream. <laughs> I'm not that young. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm pretty sure. Like of the the eight of us, you're on the the half that's older than the other half yeah yeah i'm i'm i'll be 33 on the ninth okay happy birthday happy yeah birthday. <laughs> happy birthday. i think we could probably organize this this slide by age now we could put there think that yeah probably Probably that is that I'm gonna play prices right with our ages. And guns <laughs> Am I right? Am I right? I'm betting I'm the youngest one here. I think I think Grant is the youngest. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um, well, Grant, you were about born during Obama, age, correct? I'm I'm 20. Oh, well, you're younger than I am. Yeah, we're. I think me and Luke are both 24. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I just turned 24 last month. Yeah. Yeah, I, I I'll be twenty soon. Um, <laughs> yeah, nice, nice. I, I, I remember Bush. I remember Bush. <laughs> I was born during the first Bush. <laughs> so, oh, nice. nice. Taylor goes, which one? <laughs> yeah, I remember both of them, school, but I don't remember. I don't remember the first Bush. <laughs> um, so the next questions that popped up. Uh, is it about well, President sure. Bush? No. <laughs> I hope so. What Gundam games remastered could you like to see from the PS2? Uh, Gundam PS2 was kind of a weird time, but I remember um, there was a handful of games that I did like, like Encounters in Space was a lot of fun. Um, I really would like them to bring back the Battle Assault games because Michael and I played Gundam Battle Assault a lot. Reading my mind, just remake it, new Gundams, get the Mars Gundam in there, get the new Aerial Gundam in there, get like what 
Char's got like five Gundams attached to his name. Get them all in a game and let me uh, put quarters into a machine. Yeah. Um, so yeah, short answer. Any of the the Battle Assault games, hundred percent should get remade. Um, I want them to also remaster all of the Dynasty Warrior Gundam games and put them on modern consoles because those are just a lot of fun. Um, yeah, definitely. I actually, next... I actually have a game that's not a Gundam game that I would want remastered from TS2, and I actually have it sitting on my desk right now. Let me pull it out real quick. Is that Onimusha? No, it's. It's this little low-key game right here. Robotech. Yeah. Oh, that, I remember, I remember this that game, game is badass. It's so underrated, and this deserves a remaster or remake for sure. Was that you, Michael, who had that, or who was it? It's Who's on GameCube also, and I think Xbox. Chad had it, but I borrowed it. I played it a whole bunch. That's, That's right. A- fabulous game you know what's yes. funny is i feel like the spiritual successor is those good transformers games yes you know what i mean because the the yeah. fluid the the combat was very fluid but like those transformers games anytime i pick them up and play it's always like yeah i got to be a car and then i was a guy yeah. and then i was like some gun thing in between it was like that that game did that very well definitely so, yeah. so a question popped up what does everyone think of suicide squad kill the justice league state of play um, he's he's saying that the game looks dead uh, dead on arrival, like Marvel's Avengers or Gotham Knights. Um, I don't think it looks dead on arrival. Uh, Jason and I talked about it. I watched the state of play. To me, it looks like a a fun mix up between Arkham Knight and the Infamous games, right. um, more so than what we got with Gotham Knights or Marvel's Avengers. Mm-hmm. And Marvel's Avengers' biggest issue was the was not so much the always online feature, but the always matchmaking feature. That's what mm-hmm. really killed it. Because if you didn't have anyone matchmaking, it just the game just didn't really work for you. Um, right. I played the game. I did enjoy it to a certain extent, but yeah. to me, it also reminded me that Marvel's Marvel's popularity is not with these characters. It's with the actors playing the characters. So mm-hmm. yeah. if you try to emulate those versions, it doesn't work. Yeah, so either right. you have to do 100 original, or you have to do a straight up licensing game, because yeah. most MCU fans don't read the comics; yeah, they right. watch the movies. So yeah. they'll be like, "Oh, why does my Spider-Man not look like Tom Holland?" And then mm. they'll get mad. Which yeah. is one of the things James Gunn said that these mm. people, you're the character, and they're going to be in games. And I don't know yeah. what that game is going to be. Like it could be. And in Justice 3, right, it could be something like that. Maybe we see some versions of it, right, to get these people a paycheck. But I think if it's a game game, it's all going to be within the universe. And fans are going to really like that the video game – I mean, it's like those Matrix games. People like that you Mm. got to play as the person in the movie. And that's kind of a big deal. It felt the same. I I have fond memories of that Matrix game, the Enter the Matrix, because Mm – it was actually canon to the movies. And if you played the game, it made sense with the movie, Mm -hmm. but it was also an idea that was way ahead of its time Mm -hmm. and has not been done since Mm -hmm. because it was so controversial. (laughs) So to do a time. Yeah. yeah, The game had, yeah. The game had weird mechanics too. Like the game was very weird. So like, yeah. Um, I personally think that just uh, because Rocksteady is making suicide squad, kill the just league, it's going to have a saving grace that the others, that you compared it with don't yeah. have mm-hmm. um the world is going to be massive it's going to be fleshed out the gameplay is going to be fun yeah there's going to be a battle pass but they already said the battle pass is 100 percent cosmetics so if you don't want to change your skins you don't have to is there mm-hmm. a sandbox where i can just go around and hit 
civilians with hammers and then the stars <laughs> go up. Is it like Grand, yeah, Theft, Grand Theft, Auto? Theft Auto? Is it like yeah. that? Grand Theft Auto. Probably get, Grand a, Theft Auto. get a Grand Theft Auto mod, yeah. That's what I was going to say. We can <laughs> yeah, just right. mod your GTA. <laughs> uh, next question. Uh, looking through. There's just 30. Battle Cry. Oh, they're all just talking about that game. So yeah, um, if anyone have any other questions, uh, anybody have any other questions before we wrap up? We're already a little bit past an hour, but we uh, we love the discussions. We love we want you guys to get to know us. So feel free to. We ask didn't hear from. Questions. We actually didn't hear from Jay Stu. He came in mm, very late. True. That's Don't correct. Forget Jay Stu. Yeah, let's bring you up. Tell us about yourself, Jay Stu. No, I mean, hi, Jay Stu. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well. Obviously, I'm Jay Stu. I am the host of uh, TCM Rundowns, which is a weekly show um, that just goes through the biggest nerd news of the past week. Um, I'm having a lot of fun doing it, um, really having fun engaging with, with, with the comments, when people comment. So, uh, yeah, it's, 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 been, it's been really fun trying to uh, you know, get my video editing skills up and and um, you know, really, really established the show as a brand, and, I, and I'm, I'm really uh, happy to to be part of the the Culture Nerd Network. is it's, it's been a blast so far, and I'm I'm definitely looking forward to uh, continuing that. And then, you know, if you guys have any any suggestions for the show, f- please uh, feel free to uh, drop them in the comments. I'd I'd love to hear some some feedback. Yeah, I mean, the show is getting good numbers, and I'm not seeing any negative likes, so <laughs> no one's commenting, so it must be good. I mean, <laughs> they're like, okay, I'm for this, and they're just they're just accepting it. Like, you're getting the likes, you're getting the views, you're not getting any hate, so nice. <laughs> that's always good. Good, good. Uh, what was the last, what What keeps, you've been, you've been reporting on all this stuff, you're rounding it all up, what's sticking in your mind still? Mm. Um... Uh, what, what do you mean with sticking in my mind still? Like as far as like the news or? You can go news. We can talk UFOs. What's the thing that stands out <laughs> above them all? What's uh, what's uh, What was the thing that got you the most hype this week? Oh, this week? Uh, I mean, it's it's only Tuesday, so not a whole lot has happened. <laughs> um I, I would have I would have to go back and look at look at my uh, look at my saves from the from the group chat. Um, but last week, uh, the, the big thing last week for, at least for me was, um, uh, the welcome to dairy. I was very oh, excited. Yeah. That's exciting. Oh, yeah. yeah. I, and I, I feel like I'm always defending it anywise, <laughs> especially it chapter two. I, it's not as good mm. as the, as, as the first one, but I love it. Chapter two. I yeah, legit I think that's a good movie. The man. cast is great. Oh yeah. In the movie. Oh yeah. yeah. They're awesome. You so missed yeah, I'm, I'm definitely excited for Welcome to Dairy. Uh, Stephen mm-hmm. King is is one of my favorite uh, authors mm-hmm. a- authors of all time. Yeah. He's a, he's a, a a horror master, and and Andy Muschietti completely gets he he mm-hmm. gets it. Yeah. So I'm, yeah. I'm definitely looking forward to it. We were talking Stephen yeah. King earlier. What's your favorite Stephen King book? <laughs> it. There it is again. <laughs> uh, clo- close second is the Langoliers. Mm-hmm. Really? Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. Interesting. I'm a Dark Tower guy, so all of your other stories feed into my one mega story. And there's all these branching paths, so eventually I'll read about your adventure. But well, see, that's Rollins like okay, that's that's like saying your favorite Marvel movie is Avengers: Infinity War, which is valid. But you know, it, there's there's so much yeah. other stuff to lead up to that. You know, like mm. 
you know, no, I mean, I, know, I get my Dark saying, Tower I, I is love, the Infinity War of Stephen King novels. Mm. I do, I did love the Dark Tower. Like, I love the the whole gunslinger. The like, it's such a such a cool premise, such a cool yeah. concept. Yeah. Um, a so I, I don't horror western. Mm. Yeah, it, it's so weird, but I love it. Um, mm. The movie had lots of promise and it didn't fulfill it. And I was really bummed out because <laughs> no. visually yeah. there were some really cool moments in that movie. It just didn't. It was very myopic for what they were trying to do. It's a wonderful and, garbage movie. Like you can <laughs> see what they were doing, but it's so bad. It's so bad uh, so quickly. And you're like, man, yeah. they tricked Edges Elba into being in this movie. Like, uh, <laughs> yeah. I think the only Stephen King book I still have is Thinner. Oh. Which is nice. not talked about a lot. Yeah. It's, yeah, that, it's, it's underrated. That's a good underrated one. Underrated ones. Yeah. Yeah. I was going to say that um, that Dark Tower reminds me of a movie we just reviewed, um, Cowboys and Aliens. It's one of those where you're like, how the uh, heck did they trick the cast? <laughs> <laughs> I got to revisit Cowboys and Aliens. No, you I don't. Actually, well. <laughs> <laughs> You can all you can all hate on it you want, but I enjoyed it. I remember it's not like, liking it, but I mean it's it's been like ten years since I seen a movie. Longer than that, yeah. like twelve years. See see yeah, I watched same. it like two weeks ago and um decided it'd be easier to pull my fingernails out than watch it again. <laughs> <laughs> um, it hurt. Dang. I don't remember it being that bad. <laughs> it was just more for our thoughts. Go check out our episode last week. <laughs> yeah, <right. laughs> <sighs> Sorry, Taylor. Sorry. <laughs> Taylor's not happy here. Anyways, anyways. Um, but I think on that note, we do we don't have any more questions. So we've had some fun here, guys. It's been an hour yeah, and nice. 15 minutes-ish. So um any any y'all have any questions for us? Throw them in the comments after this video and I'll I'll ask the crew and I'll bring up the answers for you. So uh thank you all for joining us. Uh for this week, we will uh we will go through and talk about what's next. Uh, for the Through the Monocle guys, the Grants, what do you got coming up tomorrow? We are talking about The Office. So specifically, I believe we're doing the dinner party episode, the one where Michael leaves, and the finale. Um, and we're just going to talk about, you know, its influence on pop culture and how it kind of happened. And then specifically, if we think the show is good based on those three episodes. Um, Spoiler, yeah. yes. <laughs> No, the office sucks. Everybody, that, that no. um, <laughs> worst. Yeah. It's, like a, it's like a C or D tier. It's 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 not great. It's being generous. <laughs> yeah, we're that's that's part of our our cycle for this month. So to to plug, we are talking mockumentaries, and yeah, we're mm. the office. All right, and then on Thursday, Jason, what do you got going? Well, we're going to be talking some video game news. Uh, we're going to talk about breaking news. I don't have the show written yet, so I can't really tell you what we're going to talk about. But Any big uh, news that you want to talk about right now? That you you want know, to maybe hint at? Uh, we might talk about a little bit about uh, Windows 98 running on Xbox Series X and S. <laughs> uh, we might mention uh, that a little bit. Um, yeah, I got, I got a new Xena Canary build that has an actual UI front end. So uh, the combat compatibility is a little bit higher. We may... Uh, talk about that real quick. Um, yeah, so some gaming news, some breaking news. Uh, we'll, we'll, we'll find out more as we get there. <laughs> and then lastly, for the Culture Pro List, uh, Mike, Luke, what do you guys, uh, you guys are talking about second half of All-Star yeah. Superman, right? Yep, yeah, second yep. half of All-Star yep. Superman. 
What were so with the with second half, uh, recap that and also talk about the comparisons with the movie since you know yes. your first half uh, was longer than the second half. So once you wrap up mm -hmm. that second, uh, yes. there's some deviations, but they're, they're definitely. Good. Yeah, we'll t talk about that and just kind of talk about the whole, you know, book as a whole. Because it's kind of fun, you know, like we talk about the f first half and the second. But then w w once we do the second, we have like the context of the whole book and it kind of, you know, informs more like what we're thinking about it as a whole. Mm -hmm. So, mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah, and overall, we're kind of just going through the ones that James Gunn announced. So we're going to do the Grant Morrison Batman and then Paradise Lost. And we're just going to kind of move through all of those. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. And that's good because they're all sold out everywhere. So the fact yeah. that you guys <laughs> exactly, exactly, exactly. <clears throat> all right. Well, thank you, everyone, for joining us. If you want to support us and help us do what we do, head over to the Patreon. Every show has its own tier. So if you want to support any one of the guys, uh, grab their tier, uh, support it there, and everything goes straight to them. Uh, I've been your host. My co-host is always every week, Michael Santel, and you have met the entire crew from Luke, the Grants, other Michael, Jason, and Jay Stu. Thank you all for joining us. Scan that QR code. Check out us on all the socials and all the platforms, and we will see you all next week. Or actually, we'll see you all tomorrow on our shows. So you have shows the remainder of every day this week, and then we may actually drop another one up by the weekend just to, to give you something else for this week. But Thank you all for joining us. We'll see you then.